Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. It's Monday night and another episode of The Loud Pedal. I am joined with my trusty co-host, Michael Clark Griswold. What's up, everybody? And, of course, me, the mouth. We have a special guest tonight, a 2021 EMPA Hall of Fame inductee, PA Posse legend, Donnie Kreitz Jr. Welcome to the show, Donnie. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. It's our pleasure. So, uh, Donnie, kind of guess, I guess we'll start with, I guess, towards the end of your driving career, moving over to ownership. How, when, when the doctor told you, you know, racing probably isn't a good idea, how hard was it for you to, to come out of that car after racing for so many years and move into an ownership role? Uh, well, when I got the news, I really didn't know what I was going to do. You know, I was going to keep the team, sell the team or, or, uh, whatever, you know, and, uh, it probably wasn't as hard to come out as it would have been if, you know, if, if I was in good shape, but, you know, I, I knew I was messed up and, you know, you just, you don't have your coordination, you know, and, and your, uh, reflexes and, and, uh, everything's, you know, everything's just like slowed, slowed down. And, you know, there's just no way in a 410, in a 410 car, no. you know, and something else you yeah. probably fake it, fake it by. And, you know, I, I, maybe, you know, I get lucky somewhere along the line and, you know, would have a decent run here or there, but I, you know, I, I knew it wasn't really, uh, in the card. So it, it made it not really that hard to step out because I just knew I, I physically couldn't do it. Right. Now, Donnie, you've raced against Lance for what, probably most of your career. Why did you decide to pick Lance? How did that all come about? Uh, a couple reasons. I mean, I, I always thought Lance was just a good natural driving talent. Uh, and, and you can tell when you race against guys and, and he was always, uh, naturally we were good when the track was slick and I'd say on, on daytime shows, which are, wasn't that many any anymore, but mm-hmm. you know, Lance would always be, you know, the, the toughest competition for me, someone that I thought, uh, you know, that, that I'd have to beat to win that time. You know, if we go to Hagerstown or, you know, any of the daytime races anywhere we'd go to or, or when the track got real slick, uh, I knew Lance was probably going to be the top, you know, the top guy that I that I would have to beat that would be my competition. So that that was number one, and, and uh, you know, it actually ended up uh, – I, I didn't even call him because I, I didn't figure, you know, that he would be in. I knew our schedule was going to be – 
you know, 20 to 30 races or something that first year, you know, if that, and then, uh, you know, Lance, Lance called and he came up and, uh, you know, we talked and, you know, certainly was, was very lucky to, you know, to get him and, uh, and to hire him. And, you know, I know guys, when you get, when you think you're near the end of your career, you know, in all sports, you can see this, uh, like you really put your best effort in because you know, it's like coming to an end. So, uh, you know, I, I knew we had that and I thought our, you know, our cars, you know, worked okay. And I mean, we could never figure it was going to go as good as, as good as, you know, what it, what it did go. And, uh, you know, we were just very fortunate to get hooked up with him. Now, what are your plans this year? Uh, as far as racing, are you guys going to just kind of race around for money? Or are you, are you chasing a points championship at any track, uh, Lincoln or Williams Grove or Port Royal, anything like that? Uh, we, we are not going to chase the, chase the points anywhere. Uh, you know, probably go back to more our, you know, I'm going to say our normal schedule, uh, that we've run with Lance, you know, last year we just kind of ended up, you know, where, when a decision had to be made, you know, we were in a good position at the Grove. And, uh, so that's why we, you know, kept running there every week for the, for the points. Uh, but you know, this year that's, that's not really in the cards. We're, we're just, you know, got to try and preserve Davies, you know, going to try and, you know, go, go again. And, and, uh, you know, Lance, uh, he does have back trouble, you know, you know, if we really hammer him night after night. So we, we got to try and preserve everyone yeah. would give us our best, you know, we'll give us our best results. So, you know, probably most of the time trial shows that we can hit it, it ends up being, you know, 35 races or so. That's quite a bit. That's, yeah, that's quite a bit. Yeah. Now your daughter, yeah, now your daughter Cassidy is a third generation driver. How is that being a dad watching your daughter drive? Uh, it's not really that much fun. (laughs) 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 But, you know, it it, it, it isn't, it isn't, and and it is, you know, it's a nice, uh, you know, family atmosphere, something the mm-hmm. family can all do together. And, you know, she, she enjoys it a lot and, and works hard at it. And, uh, so it, 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 it's, it's fun to go and, uh, you know, it's fun to go and do it. And, you know, it's, it's not as serious. The, the thing with Lance started out as, you know, being, being fun. And I mean, it's still fun, you know, because, we're very fortunate to run good most of the time, but it's, it's also, uh, when everyone expects you, you know, every night we pull in, everyone expects us to win. So it, you know, makes it a little more, more tense. I'm going to say. Now, uh, once, uh, Lance decides that it's, uh, you know, time for him to hang up the helmet, uh, have you thought about, are you guys going to keep, keep running as an owner and find another job, another driver, or are you guys going to hang it up or maybe put your daughter in the car? Any thoughts? Uh, I, I don't know. You know, we'll probably just, uh, play it by ear. You know, Lance has 
went along pretty, you know, probably longer here than than either of us thought it, it would go, you know, between me or him. And, uh, you know, I, I thought last year he looked really good. I, I couldn't see, uh, you know, much really downslide, you know, from his get, getting older and everything. I, 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 I thought it looked really good last year and it it's normally pretty easy for me to see you know once you when you have driven a lot you can tell when you know a guy's making mistakes or when he misses a corner or something and uh you know i i thought he did uh really good uh and he's a good critic on himself you know we'll watch and you know he'll call me and say hey i you know I messed up here. I I think we could have actually won that or, you know, ran better than we did or whatever. So, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't really know what we do that way. Uh, when Lance quits, Cassidy is, she's going to probably try and run a couple four ten shows this year. We did sell her three Oh five. So, uh, you know, when Lance is it running, maybe run uh, a couple Port Royal shows, you know, probably at first start in the back of heat races and, you know, just see, just see how it goes, you know, try and get out at some tracks for, you know, for practices if they have them uh, with her and, you know, kind of just, kind of just see how it goes, bring her along slowly with that. Yeah. Now, have you raced up modifies before, correct? What that I raced modifieds? Yeah, you had you've raced the modified in a couple modified races, correct? Yeah, yeah, I I did for for five years. I ran modifieds. What did you have fun? Was it a, f- a different experience for you? Well, uh, we only lived ten miles from the from the Reading Fairgrounds, you know, okay. which was yep, yep. kind of like the 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 king of the modifieds, and they. You know, back in the day, they paid the highest weekly purse, like they paid more than any sprint car track, and that's why, you know, okay. back in that time, mm-hmm. you know, Bobby Allen built a modified and and ran ran there, and Kenny Weld, and you know, a lot of the top sprint car drivers because it it paid so well. So it was just my father was, you know, had been running a modified for for a long time, so it, it just kind of you know fit in for me to go there, and then the Reading Fairgrounds closed and you know was kind of looking for for something else because there wasn't modified tracks around here you know that were really you know paying real good it just wasn't quite as uh, as attractive as you know what the sprint cars was then mm-hmm. <clears throat> um so I, I want to jump back real quick to your, your daughter running some 410 races uh would you say Port Royal would probably be the easiest track for someone who's never been in a 410 to learn on? I'd imagine Williams Grove would not be a very friendly driver track for someone first jumping into a 410. Yeah, I, I think Williams Grove is probably the toughest track we have, you know, for for someone new to, to get in. And, you know, she likes Port Royal. You know, she's been there. The 305s are there five or six times a year or so. Uh, you know, it's going to be tough. Well, it's going to be tough all the time, but it's going to really be tough for, you know, when the track's 15 seconds, 
you know, and she'll probably be, you know, oh, okay when, you know, track gets real slick and it slows down to 19 or 20 seconds or something. You know, not that she's going to be good enough to win or anything like that, but, uh, you know, that'll be when it's probably better for her. And, you know, she'll just have to learn the way, you know, everyone else, you know. Yeah, seat time. Yeah. Yeah, seat time. Now, this, this next question, I guess, is kind of a two-part question. What was your favorite track as a driver, and is that still your favorite track as a car owner? Uh, I guess, you know, probably. No, I did not get to run, you know, with the, with the current team that, that's running Susky, which is BAPS now, you know, when uh-huh. I – when I drove, so I guess the old configuration or whatever you want to say, uh, I, Susky was probably my favorite track. And, uh, you know, I, I really liked, I mean, I liked Hagerstown when we ran there a few times a year. And, and I actually always ran really good at Port Royal, even though I'd only go there, you know, on rare occasions for big shows and stuff. I, I like Port Royal and, and, and naturally Williams Grove. We had a lot of success there. So I'd say Susky was was probably really my favorite to drive only because, uh, you know, you'd have a lot of two and three wide racing and, uh, you know, because the track usually widened out there. So that, that would probably be my favorite. Yeah, it's as a fan, that's probably one of my favorite tracks. I mean, the long straightaways and tight turns, it just, I feel like it makes for great racing. With sprint cars and the modifieds when they've been there, you know, they've they've put on good shows too. Right, yeah. Donnie, what's one sprint car race that you always wanted to win but never got to win it? Uh, I. I don't know. I, I, I was, I was really pretty happy. I mean, I mean, I knew I, and I was only there a few times, but, uh, I mean, I knew the Knoxville nationals would be a real stretch. So I, I can't even hardly, you know, it, it was never realistic for me to, to think about winning that. And, you know, we were very fortunate to win the Kings Royal and, you know, we got the national open and we had the Tuscarora, uh, a couple times, and so we won most of the bigger, you know, races around here. Uh, we even won Sealands Grove National Open. Uh, I didn't ever win Lincoln's big race, but I hardly ever ran it. I mean, we did win an outlaw show at, at, at Lincoln, you know, and we weren't even a regular there or anything. So we, we've really won uh, – uh, I mean, you always, you know, like to win races and big races, but uh-huh. uh, I, I, I don't really know of know of any uh, really besides besides Knoxville that you know really would have looked forward to winning. Now, uh, a stat came out online. I don't know if it was today or yesterday, and it basically somebody who has a ton of time on their hands went back through yeah, like a lot, like a lot of it. <laughs> they uh, went back through of all the sprint car races and figured out the winning percentage of the people who started in the first two rows. And Williams Grove was 90, I think 91 or 92% of the time, the winner came from the front two rows. 
Do you happen to remember the farthest back you started and won a race at Williams Grove? Uh, I know 14th maybe was an all-star show and also uh, you know, the final 20 flopper, maybe of a triple 20 show some, somewhere around, you know, somewhere in that range there. I'm going to say it was probably the furthest I started back in one. So you're in that 8% <laughs> of yeah, people. That you make up the, yeah, you make up in the other 8%. You might be the well, whole I, 8%. <laughs> I, I'm going to say that's probably kind of, uh, I, I, I mean, it's realistic, but in, in a way, uh, you know, with their new lineup procedure, how they line straight up from the heats and, you know, so, right for the good guys i mean they're, mm, they're starting okay. in the first couple rows so it's it's okay. not like the old it's not like the older days where you know if you were point leader you were basically starting 12th every week and then you're trying to say where well, all the races were run from the fir- first two rows well they never you know they they weren't and that's the only reason the main reason and you got what almost half the shows are time trial shows so that that's you know, going to change that statistic a little. And then the rest, like I said, because the, the good guys end up starting in the, in the first few rows now on a weekly show. So I, I kind of think, yes, it's not, it's not necessarily good. I mean, you don't have a guy coming from the back and, you know, it's hard to come from the back of an outlaw show or, or an Mm all-star show, but we don't like starting in the back, but Lance has been pretty good, you know, being able to, you know, being able to pass cars, but, uh, it, it is probably getting more, you know, more and more every year towards that competition gets tougher and, uh, you know, in the aerodynamics of dirty air gets worse and, uh, you know, it's definitely an advantage to be up front. Now, uh, I think the race was at Williams Grove and Lance's top wing on your car, was it the top wing or the the front wing that broke? The top, the top wing, I believe. The the top it wing came top down, wing. and he and he won. What 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 were you like? Like holy crap! I just can't believe what I just saw. Were you... Yeah, exactly. I I don't know okay. how he drove the car. You know, it's just a testament to his to his driving ability, and he is so good at adapting. You know, to different circumstances like that and uh you know it wasn't like it was an extra really light field or anything you know it it was whatever the you know 10,000 to win speed week show and you know there was good cars there and uh you know he just he just did an incredible job what was what was Lance's reaction did he get out like I can't believe I just did that <laughs> I don't know I'm trying to think I don't really remember <laughs> Yeah, what he what he did. I mean, I I know he looked to see what what happened, what and happened? it ended up being yeah, a wing, a wing. You know, it actually wasn't anything to do with the wing. It was a wing post. Uh, but uh, you know, again, I I don't know how he how he did it, and uh, naturally congratulated him, and and you know, told him he did a hell of a job. And I still get people talking to me about that in the parts store when they call for parts and you know, out of town people or whatever. We'll, we'll talk about that race. They, uh, they can't believe, 
you know, how he still drove the car and won. Now, moving forward, after that night, did Lance perform any other miracles, such as walking on water or turning water into <laughs> wine? Uh, that one of them end-of-the-year shows at, at Susky, uh, Shuhart and him got together, and uh, Shuhart kind of ran over our front end and, you know, tore the front wing uh, it wasn't off. It was still hanging on, and I don't know how, but it was way down over the front end. And, uh, you know, Lance ended up winning winning that thing basically without a front wing. So that was that was probably, you know, another one that uh, was really an incredible job. <laughs> that's crazy. That's, that, that's, that that's, just, that's, it's, a, it's a testament to his driving abilities, you know? I, yeah, I mean... Because I'd imagine, you know, I'm not a very technical guy when it comes to the wings and everything, but I'd imagine the, the front wing and, and the top wing play a, a huge part in helping those cars uh, get around those corners, especially at a tight corner like Susky. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just don't see when a guy has a problem like that, you know, with a front wing, you don't see anyone winning a race anymore in today's times like that. And, you know, for him to do that and again it was over a pretty tough field uh mm-hmm. it was it was really remarkable did, did him and him and logan have uh words after that or was it just kind of a racing <laughs> de- a racing deal uh, uh yeah no there was there was no no words or anything you know uh, that probably very seldom you know that that very seldom happens and you know, Lance isn't usually that type of guy, although I know he was kind of fired up. He was, <laughs> I mean, he was glad he won, but he, he was kind of, you know, upset about it. But, uh, you know, that's in, uh, that's in the, in the past. <laughs> water under the bridge, right? Right. Um, go ahead, Brian. All right. We usually ask a lot of drivers this question, and we're going to ask you. Who is on your Mount Rush of racing? Any driver, living or deceased, and any class of racing. Who is your four drivers? Oh, four I have to pick. Yep. Yep. Uh, well, first off, when I was, you know, real young kid coming, you know, before I was old enough to drive and in grade school and everything, uh... You know, back then, naturally, it was always AJ Foyt because he could uh, oh, yeah. he could he could drive anything. You know, uh-huh. so that's why you know that was the attraction to to him, and you know he was he was kind of the best, and uh, definitely have to put Steve Kinzer, you know, up there because you know the king. We're for yeah yeah we were fortunate to race against him, so uh, you know and. Right, he's kind of known as as the uh, as the best there. And uh, now, did you ever beat me, Steve Kinzer? Did I ever beat him? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's even better. Yeah. If you look up to a driver and yeah. you beat him, I feel like that's great. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I was very fortunate to beat him a few times. Uh, you know, it's hard not to say. Donnie shots, uh, you know, it's, it's been incredible what 
he had been able to do the last, you know, the last 20 years. Uh, You know, he's definitely a very good driver. And, you know, as my last one, I, I guess you'd have to say, you know, Kyle, Kyle Larson, because you, you just, it, I don't know if we've ever seen anyone that, that good or, you know, will in the, in the future, but it's incredible how he can run that good, you know, a sprint car and he started running a sprint car. So, you know, when he jumps in that, which is still, you know, so hard to do because he's, whenever he runs it, he's almost like he's, a, he's the favorite, uh, but you know, jumping the late model when he never did and won his first race in that, and you know, against the good guys, not like a regular oh, yeah. show or anything. So you know, he definitely got to definitely got to put him up there. All right, take your four Mount Rushmore guys and put them in a race. Let's call it like an eight lap uh, dash for cash or something. Who you got? Uh, let's say when they were all in their, in their prime, all in their primes, uh, equal cars. It does. Those guys won everywhere. So I, it don't even matter what track. Boy, that's, that's, that's tough. Yeah. You're always looking at the more of the present, I guess, than the, right. than the past. And it, I don't know. It just seems like, uh, you know, Kyle Larson's is as good as anyone has ever been and, and as versatile, you know, to jump in all the, in all the different cars or on all the different tracks. So, uh, I, I think I'd, I'd have to, I'd be betting on him. I think. I think that's I, a safe I bet. Take, <laughs> I would take AJ. I would take, I would take AJ. Yeah, I mean he was he he was I mean it would be really tough to to pick. I mean Steve Kinzer was incredible. Yeah, you know right. he won that IROC race back in you know oh, yeah. yep. time oh, yeah. to jump yep. in and beat all the best drivers in the world on on something that he never really ran. You know that that's that's incredible. I mean I don't see any of them guys and they were all great drivers back then, but I don't see any of them jumping in the world of outlaws car and winning an outlaw race. It just, it just oh, wouldn't happen. No. no. You know, that's, they struggle that's to qualify. So with, right. Exactly. That That's what's so amazing with, you know, Kyle Larson, but again, he did, he did start in sprint cars. So we can't count mm-hmm. that as, as, as much as all the amazing stuff that he did, but yeah, you're right, AJ, you know, he would be, uh, he would be very tough. I think too. So uh, I don't know. It, it'd be a good race, I'm sure. Nowadays, someone could come up with some kind of simulation for that. Yeah, I was just thinking. Yeah, I was. I was just thinking that that'd be fun to see how it would play out. We'll we'll find yeah. the guy that had all that extra time to come up with the statistics yeah, of where yeah, people won. Yeah, the guy, the stack guy, the stack guy could do it for yeah. us. Yeah, right. That sounds good. Um, now, uh, going back to Donnie Shots uh, for a minute, you know, he's running the Ford Power Plants. Um, to your knowledge, is, is the Ford power plants like up and coming and Ford 10 sprint cars, or is it still kind of like not many guys are running the, the Fords? Well, I, I, I don't think, uh, you know, I don't know that they had it where, uh, they thought that, you know, that they were ready to, to sell it to everyone, you know, that they had all the bugs okay. worked out of it and, and that it, you know, was also, 
good on all different size tracks and track conditions yet. So I, I think it's just getting to the point where they're probably going to start, you know, where other guys can get it. But uh, I, I don't think it was even a, a, that much of an option, you know, as far as in the 410 world uh, before, maybe not before this year, really. Uh, so I, I, I'm sure they're, you know, pursue it and, and uh, it'll be a, a coming thing, which is, which is nice. You know, it, it's nice to have another alternative. And uh, I think it's always more fair and not that anything in the world is fair, but you know, <laughs> that I don't know that it's right that a guy could run something that only, you know, one person could get, right. you know, it, 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 to me, it shouldn't be like that. And I'm not picking on them and they certainly have it. Donnie shots didn't win more races with a Ford or he hasn't really been faster with it and, and nothing against Ford. I'm just saying that, you know, naturally that's going to be an evolution thing, just like the Toyota's in it now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's, that's going to take, I'm sure, you know, a couple years for them to, you know, get it to where it's going to be as, as good as a tried and true Chevy. So, uh, you know, that, that, that's tough break it in and you know they're they're both trying to break in right away with the outlaws it ain't like they're just picking a you know some saturday night track somewhere yeah i missed missed the whole toyota thing who's uh who's running toyota motors uh well it started out with geo salzy and and uh i i think he's he's probably gonna have it in florida i'm not I'm not sure, but I think, I think he is. Uh, so I, I think he was, the he's kind of the main one. Okay. Now, Donnie, take the world of outlaws out of this question. They're, they don't exist here. Is the PA posse the best group of sprint car drivers in this country? Oh, uh, I mean, <laughs> We think they are, but I guess we're kind of—I guess we're—we're—we're we're, we're kind of biased. But if you—if you take all your opinions out of it, and you know, just—just just look at the facts, I, I think it would probably show it over the over the years that you know they—they've beaten the outlaws more than than anyone else. So it, it, it's hard to argue against it. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree, I agree with that, that too. And that was the same thing I felt too. It's, you know, if, if you follow the outlaws at all, when they're out running wherever they're running, you don't normally see a whole lot of local guys winning when the outlaws are in town until they come to Pennsylvania. Then it's and, anybody. Uh, then, it, yeah, it's anybody's game or even, yeah, you know, it's anybody. Even, even yep, Bridgeport definitely. last year, Logan Shuhart won, which he calls himself the, what did he call himself last week, Brian? The, the PA yeah, outlaw. He, he, the PA outlaw. I asked him if he considered himself a PA posse driver, and he answered. Okay. He gave me the, he gave me a diplomatic answer. He said he's a he's a Pennsylvania a PA outlaw. Okay. So, <laughs> so we'll, we'll we'll still chalk that win up as a PA posse win since that's okay. that's his, uh, good. That's, that counts. That's that, that's his roots. You know, that's where he came from. So. Right. But no, I think the PA posse is the only really local drivers that give the outlaws a a problem when it comes to their tour. So I, I'll, I'll agree with you on that one. All right, good. One more question. Who is the toughest driver you've ever ran against? 
well, I one thing that I liked, you know, I'm going to say probably two or two or three when whenever I was fast enough to run with Steve Kinger and and we had some good races, he he never he never drove me dirty. You know, like he always would mm-hmm. just try now, you know, someone else that kind of drove him a little rough, you know, maybe like Sammy or something, you know, I'm sure he might've drove him a little bit different, but he was, uh, you know, in the, in the old days, a sign of a good driver, you know, would always would be a driver that would drive you the way you drive him. And Steve knew that, you know, I, I wasn't a dirty driver or whatever, how I drove. And he always drove me very clean. Donnie shots the same way. You know, we had some battles there in the early 2000s at Williams Grove and stuff when he come in and, you know, he'd never try and, and even nowadays when you watch him, you know, he, out of all the outlaw guys, you know, you see him the least trying to run across someone's front end or, you know, do a dirty, nasty slide job, you know, that's going to fall short or something. So those two guys and, and the other one back in his, you know, way back we're going into the eighties now was, was Doug Wolfgang when when he was leading mm-hmm. a lot and you know, okay. winning a lot of races and well winning a lot of races everywhere and he did his whole career. But, you know, whenever uh we'd get in some battles or something, he always he always drove he always drove me really clean. So uh some of the guys that, you know, I always thought were really good and uh, you know, fun to fun to race against because they just all they want to do is race you really and 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 beat you but you know more in a in a clean way and you know it's it's changed sprint cars racing has changed Mm -hmm. over the years and it's nothing wrong with a a slide job or anything like that it it was just like it was an all-out thing like you were at a whatever you know renting go-karts somewhere on, on a track and running against them got you know they just they made it, they made it fun, you know, because all all they wanted to do was was beat you like straight up, like who's who's the best, you know? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Donnie, before we let you go, is there anybody you would like to thank and give a give a shout out to? Uh yeah. Well, probably everyone that's associated with the uh, with the team. You know, we're we're very fortunate you know, especially at this level we're running now with, with Lance, which, you know, Lance has done a good job running good enough, uh, really built the team up over the last six years compared to, you know, the first year when Lance drove the car and, you know, we had one, we had one of everything and, mm-hmm. you know, we, we've built it up to where we've got some spares now just by him, him running good or, you know, major sponsors or uh, Hess Iron, and uh rapid tire sca trucking uh i I mean everyone on the car and all the crew guys and and my family and uh you know that's what cassidy does a lot my wife linda and you know everyone's very supportive and it, it just it it's such a team effort and a lot of times uh you know the fans not unless they do it don't really know how much is involved behind the scenes and how much work it really, you know, how much work it really takes. But, uh, you know, everyone really pitches in here. It's, you know, a real blue collar team and, 
and uh you know i really uh really appreciate it and it's you know it's it's how we're lucky enough to be able to win every now and then yeah absolutely uh donnie we'd like to thank you for coming on and good luck to you and your team in the upcoming racing season sounds good thanks it was fun yep thanks yeah, thank we you. appreciate it That was PA Posse Legend, 2021 EMPA Hall of Fame inductee, Donnie Kreitz Jr. That was a fun interview. That was a very good interview. I really enjoyed I enjoyed that. Very knowledgeable guy. Yeah, just a laid-back, blue-collar, yeah. nice man. He was good. He was a good driver back in his day. Very good I like, driver. I like blue-collar teams. Uh, Being a blue-collar. Playing a blue-collar. There you go. Absolutely what makes the world go around yep so what else anything fun and interesting in the racing news this week besides well, yesterday <laughs> well we got the sunshine swing coming up with practice on wednesday racing uh 30 laps thursday or 30 laps thursday night 40 laps friday night 50 laps saturday night 30, i think 40, it's like 50, yep and I think it's like five seventy-five, ten to win or something like that. I could be, I could be wrong. I'm usually am wrong, but it is. Yeah, you more right than you're more right than me. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's like gonna kick off. Get to see our mods race. Uh, got some USAC midget stuff going on down in Florida. Also, I believe this week. Yeah, so we're yes. we're starting to we're starting we're inching closer. <clears throat> I believe Lincoln is starting her icebreaker February 28th. Yeah, so which is like what, two weeks about, away. About two weeks away already. So, yeah, it's before you know it, it's going to be springtime. We're all going to be at the racetrack. I really want to go to a race in Florida, but I don't want to go to Bubba. I, I don't want to go to Bubba. There's something about Bubba that I just don't like. Probably I the name go, of it. Yeah, it could be. I want to go to East Bay. Would, that's in the Tampa area, I think. Tampa Clearwater area, I think. Yeah, I well, think that's my, uh, my well, parents live down there, down so. There. there you go. Yeah, it's a third oh. mile. I could probably hit Volusia because I got a cousin that lives in down around Daytona Beach, down around that area now. So. Volusia would be a cool track to go to. I look. I haven't been to any Florida track, so say I were to do it. Yeah, I'd yeah, probably yeah. hit Volusia, wherever I'm closer to. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Add another state, add another track. Just check it out. You like it, you like it, you don't, you don't. The only thing about Volusia is I don't think they don't run like late models weekly. They run like the UMP mods weekly. Yeah, yeah the mod, yeah. That's why I would go to East Bay. I think East Bay runs late models this weekly. I'd probably go down for speed weeks if I were to do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Super I, that would be, yeah, let's see how far Altec, where, where the hell that is to anywhere. Oh. I don't know. I don't think Altec's all that far away. I think it's like an hour and a half from Volusia. That's yeah, that's not bad. So there you go. That'd be that would be a nice two week vacation. Go down Altec oh, yeah, for a couple of nights, then oh. shoot over to Volusia and maybe they got, what, I, I, would, I would go to. I'm sorry, I would go to Bubba's to go see the USAC guys. I would just go there just to see them. Yeah, I mean, seeing them would just be once, cool. just once. We never been, yeah, you know, never been there. Just yeah. whatever. Yeah. I, I honestly don't know why I don't like bubbles. There's just something about it I don't like. I can't pinpoint it is what I'm trying to get at here. 
maybe it gives you a bad vibe for some reason. You're just like, no, ew. <laughs> yeah, it's too flipped there, and we can't have that. Oh, oh, <laughs> the Stu false race. That was like that was a year ago already. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I mean, what you gonna do? He did it on it. <laughs> and he just so, to get another car. Yeah. So who you got winning Thursday night? Oh, uh, it's an all tech. All three night. All three nights are all tech, correct? Yes. Oh, Thursday night. Thirty laps Thursday night. It's gonna. It all depends how everybody qualifies and redraw and all that crap too. Yeah, it does. Uh, but that's no fun in picking it after the redraw. I tell you what. Not for nothing. I'm gonna go with what the mighty Mike Guler. He's what he's pretty good down there. Yeah, there he is. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Mike for Wednesday or uh, Thursday yeah. night. Thursday, Thursday night. night. Mike Guler. I'm going to go Thursday night with a mic, but I'm going to go, I'm going to go, no, oh. I'm going to go the Colonel. I knew it. Our other, the other Mike, our buddy. Look, yeah. look, the, look, the Colonel went out fishing this morning with Mad Max, just, you know, out there vibing, you know, getting his mindset guys. right, getting his mindset yeah. right. Like he's just going to go down there and he's going to win. Thursday night. We should, we'll, we'll run a little bit of a contest watch, or something. Watch, watch him not even go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the St. Lawrence River up by me, and I was ice fishing asshole in New York. <laughs> yeah, him, him and Mad Max are out doing some fishing, bass fishing down in North Carolina this morning. Uh, two young guys getting their head cleared, ready to go. All right, so who do you want to pick for Thursday night? That was Thursday night. Or, I'm sorry, Friday night. Friday night? Oh, I don't think my guy's going to go down there and get shut out. So, I'm going to... No, I'm going to save him for Saturday for the big money. Yeah, so was I. So was I. 10,000. So, so Shepard on on Saturday night, 50 laps, 10,000. Because 50 laps is a long race. Yeah. Um... Friday night, 40 laps, 7,500 to win. I think I am going to go. I, I'm going Billy Puffs Jr. Hmm. That mm-hmm. Holston 96 mm-hmm. car is mm-hmm. fast with those illegal heads. Okay. The, the whole, yeah. I mean, can we, can, we might see an all tech gate. I mean, I don't think he's running a spec small block down there on a half mile no. track, but. But he may have illegal heads on his uh, big block or big small block. But he's probably running the 440 See, I or 30. I don't, know, I don't know if he went down there. I, w- I wanted to pick Perego. I don't know if he's down there or not. Uh, I would imagine he is in the 44 car, and then he'll yeah. be in the four. Uh, then he'll be in the four yeah. car for the dirt. Lush, for the dirt. Lush, yeah. yeah. If Perego's there for Thursday. Uh, I'm gonna pick Anthony. Because to my knowledge, I don't believe there's any uh, dates between Super Dirt and Short Track Super Series that interfere with each other. There was one, and Short Super Dirt Car Series actually changed their race. It's the, it was the Gerald Harris Memorial fell on oh, the same same one fell, fell on the same as the Fonda 200. So yeah, Super I mean, Dirt. 
Super Dirt Car took that away as a sanctioning race. It's not a Super Dirt Car sanctioned race anymore. So for you can go run for your 53,000. Yep. Potentially. And all right. Well, because uh, I, I bet you some guys, okay. well, I bet you some guys complained last year because last year was the same thing. They had to pick. Remember Shepard went and qualified for Fonda in case it rained out Atlanta Legends? Yeah. And don't forget, Matt Shepard owns his team, so I'm pretty sure he wanted to go for that shot at 53000 Yeah, I mean, he won ten grand at Atlanta Legends because yeah. he won the Gerald Harris Memorial. But yeah, but 53000 And he was fast at Fonda, too. He was real fast. Yeah. He, he's. Uh, watch out when I he mean, gets that place figured out. I mean, 200 laps, honestly. Obviously, anything can happen, but... Yeah, anybody's race. Yeah, uh, I think you know what? Rocky Warner, I believe, is no, he's not down there. I don't no, think I don't he think is. He is. Call up Jimmer. Yeah, Jimmer will know. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna stick with Prego if he's there Thursday. All right, we, so we got our picks in, and then Monday we'll do our picks for Dirt Car Nationals. So we both picked Shepard for Saturday. Yep. Yeah, you got Prego, Friday night you got Tuesday. Prego. I got Billy Puss Jr. Tuesday, oh, Tuesday, Tuesday night, yeah. With yep. Uh, yep. our first super late model driver. Yeah, like an authentic. This is what he does, and he builds chassis for him. Uh, Brian, is it Bernheiser? Yeah, Brian Bernheiser. I've seen. I've uh, watched him race a couple times. He's good. I've seen Point. him at Ceilings Grove. Like I was there and I watched him. He's like yeah. this dude's good. That's gonna be fun. Yeah, it is. It is. So well, no, we'll, no. we'll ask him for more names of super late model guys so we can get some <laughs> on. Because forget about getting the touring guys on now. They started and it that forget it now. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It's gonna have to be local you know, guys. Uh maybe like yeah. a um maybe like a Ross Robinson and maybe we can get Ross Robinson and his wife on the same show. That'd be cool. That'd be fun. That would, that would be cool. So let us, yeah. know, let us let us know what you guys think. We're always open to suggestions for drivers. We'll try to get on any driver you guys yeah. want. Uh, unfortunately, not yeah. every driver accepts. No you know. more conflicts. We can have them later on, like off season. It depends. Yep, yep, exactly. Oh. So we were lucky enough last week to fit Logan in before he left for Florida. Yeah, that was close. <laughs> yeah, that was real close. So, I mean, as far as promoters go, I. Um, somebody made a suggestion um, more local drivers of course I mean and uh, local promoters slash owners we're getting a list together for owners promoters of tracks too so we'll start reaching out to them we got Toby Tobias coming on so he's technically an owner that's slash right. promoter he helps promote that's action right. track so he's kind of all in one this guy yeah last year we had Doug Rose on who's all in one yeah Brett, we've had Brett Dale on, the series promoter, and Fonda, Utica, Rome, and Georgetown. We have Brett Hearn on, who's a promoter. Yeah. Oh, by the way, um, when we asked him his Mount Rushmore, he picked himself four times. Yes. So. And when we so, picked who would win the race, he picked Lebanon Valley, and he picked himself winning. Yes. Yeah. All <laughs> the time. Orange County Championship, and whoever finishes second to me... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, promoters is tough. A tough one to get I got on. A couple, I got a couple in mind. I'm thinking Howie Commander, he'll be an obvious one. And uh, I like to, you know, I think Ronnie Ford, 
I think he's the promoter, promoter owner uh, at Afton. I just like the, the guy works his ass off. When they were having troubles with the surface, it, it was like muck, and the drivers complained. So the next morning, he ripped it all up and put some other stuff down. So they're they're getting they're get, he's getting close. He keeps looking to improve the facility and racing surface, and he listens to everybody. And they, in my opinion, they put a hell of a show on. It's fast. Yeah. It keeps, uh, it, it, the shit keeps rolling. There's no screwing around. Promoter Port Royal would probably be a good idea. Get him is, on. But... I mean, can it Dago a promoter? We can get we'll get oh, a late model track like a guy who promotes Bedford. We'll get him on. Yeah. Or try yeah. or try. Land of Legends would be really easy to get. I think it's Paul yeah. Cole. I think it's the promoter there. Paul, yeah, I think right. he, he would definitely. I think I'm pretty sure he's the promoter. I don't know. So yeah, so we're gonna get more people like that. We're me and Mike are very uh, diverse this year. We're getting some sprint cars, late models, promoters. Chassis builders. Uh, we're gonna try to get. Some, uh, we got a micro sprint driver in the works. Got that. We're in the works. We have a. We think a big name guy in the works. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. You know, the options. So stay tuned, children. Are, and I mean, our schedule's booked what until March now. Yeah, we're almost done. With, yeah, one more, one more driver. March is all done already. So what so, do we got? Next, so next week we got Brian. Yeah, Brian Burns for next week. Yep. Then Toby the following week. Yep. And then Lance March seventh. Lance, Lance Willis. Don't forget about Lance. And, and the fourteenth uh, we got Rye Rye. Ryan Krachen. Yep. Krachen. The seventh of March we have the Alex Yankowski, Kid Rocket. Oh wait, did I skip a week? Wait, yeah, when's Alex Yankowski? Alex is March seventh. When's Lance Willis? Lance Willis is February 28th. He's the last. He he, he ends February. Oh, 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 so February. I put him yeah. in March. No. So right. March we have yeah, Alex Jankowski, the 7th, Ryan Creighton, the 14th, and uh, Upstate Modified slash Sprint Car Driver, and he was at the Tilly Bowl as a rookie this year, Dave Axton. So that, that should be fun and interesting. Very versatile guy right there. So that's going to be a fun one. They're all going to be fun. Yeah, they're all fun. We make them fun. Yeah, and the drivers. You get the drivers to kid around with us if we're all good. And there's we got other ideas and stuff in the works. And stay tuned, kids. Thank you for listening. For Michael Clark Griswold, I'm Brian the Mouth Hustlinger, and you've been Black Flagged. Shut the f*** up!